that's exactly why they're fun. Like, yeah. I mean, I I will say I threw in a couple cute ones. <laughs> like a Dumbo uh, octopus? Shh, spoilers. No, they've already heard it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we actually talking about... Are we... Are we I know we're recording, we're, but... We are recording. Are we actually coming in on this? I... I, I don't think we have a choice. <laughs> but yes, I, I'm excited to find the episode that has the uh, the brine pools, because um, I remember that being particularly horrifying. Yeah, that sounds upsetting. I don't like it. Well, there was like footage of this eel that had kind of wandered into it, and he was just like, he, I don't know, their life. It was, Don't misgender the octopus. <laughs> don't miss species the eel, Sarah. <laughs> I had octopi in the brain. Octopode. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Um, <laughs> no, we but we will use many different names for the octopuses. The uh, salinity in the brine pools kind of like causes um, convulsions in sea animals. So this eel is just oh. like twisting and turning and like trying to get out of. It's awful. <laughs> I don't like it. Anyways, um, it sounds sad. We're gonna leave uh, the horrible things that happened in the deep sea in the past, and uh, we're going to go above above water. Um, welcome to an afternoonified mini. Today's topic is a local legend that has become more widespread on the internet than I realized. I'm trying to remember where I first heard it because I've definitely heard this before. And like, was it in an episode of This American Life? Maybe. It's entirely possible. Um, I'll get I'll get into how it kind of spread across the internet uh, a little bit, but we're 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 going to be talking about. I I call it whale explosion. I don't think it's. <laughs> That's not the popular name for it's it. It's not the popular name. I don't think there is like a short catchy name. Um, I'm actually pretty sure whale explosion was the name of the dollop episode that they did about it, which I actually haven't listened to. Huh. That tracks. Yeah. Okay. So. Before we get into it, I'm going to cite my sources, um, OregonEncyclopedia.org, Washington Post, uh, <laughs> www.TheExplodingWhale.com. <laughs> it has its own website. And uh, an article from The Atlantic. So uh, let's gather around, lads. I have a tale to tell you. A tale of a whale and dynamite. And Hicks from the 1970s? Not Hicks. Um, licensed professionals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is in a, a like a, an official capacity. I've also had uh, that song from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea stuck in my head, um, so that's been fun. Can't say I'm familiar. Oh, good. We're just gonna beef this episode up. Man, I just hit a button on a um, power strip that I wasn't sure what all was plugged into it, and that was oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's catchy. Anyway, so that Kirk Douglas song has been stuck in my head. <laughs> R.I.P., I think? I don't know. Yeah, a while ago, I think. <laughs> he was quite old. Uh, not the point. So, on November 9th, 1970, the carcass of a 45-foot-long, 8-ton sperm whale washed ashore on a beach near Florence, Oregon. That's a big fish. Yes. It's like an Ewan McGregor-level big fish. (laughs) (laughs) That's a dumb joke. (laughs) 
for some reason, and this is, com- well, mostly off topic, I've seen Big Fish. I am familiar with it. But when I picture Big Fish, I just picture Danny DeVito as the penguin. I don't know why. I don't know why <laughs> I associate those two other than, like, Tim Burton was involved in both. That, uh, all right. Yep. Well. I'll unpack that later, I guess. Yeah, I I have nothing to contribute to that this particular conversation. Um, anyways, so this whale washing up was a problem since, as you said, that's a giant fucking whale um, to just have laying around on a beach, rotting away. Yeah, that doesn't do much for, like, local tourism. <laughs> oh, no, and Florence is a huge tourist uh, destination on the coast. So, yeah, there was the smell, and... Uh, related to that, in some instances, whales left to decompose on beaches have been known to uh, explode themselves from built-up gases, and that's oh. a pretty pretty dangerous game to play so close to one of the more touristy <laughs> towns. Yeah, that would not be fun for anybody, I don't think. Um, and officials were also concerned that a curious beachgoer might climb on the whale and, for lack of a better term, fall in. Well... Yes, that too would be a danger. I guess of note, um, beaching is a rare occurrence. Uh, It's thought to be caused by a ton of different things from illness to fucked up navigation to following smaller creatures into water that's too shallow. Um, There's actually an occurrence in Australia, I believe, where um, a couple whales actually followed some porpoises out of a harbor that they had been stuck in. And they've been kind of testing the theory that like maybe whales will follow porpoises and dolphins out back to sea like a a rescue situation which is very cute oh that is very cute um so usually whales die at sea and are eaten by scavengers or fall to the bottom of the ocean and potentially create something called a whale fall which i told you about this and you knew about it but it's a gross but very cool thing where the carcass basically falls to the bottom of the ocean and becomes its own ecosystem uh feeding a number of deep sea nightmares including zombie worms uh, which have been found living in and feeding on whale bones. Delightful. There's there are so many magical things in the ocean. <laughs> this whale was already dead when it washed up. I don't know why. So they had to do something, and that something was deciding to blow the whale up. I mean, it's efficient. The the they who decided being the uh, highway department, who was technically in control of the beaches at the time. Uh, And the U.S. Navy, who had been called in to consult, given that this is not a common issue that the highway department would have experience in. No, probably not. So the decision to blow the thing up manually before it blew itself up wasn't reached lightly. Like, I have to assume that they explored other options. Right. You don't immediately jump to explosives. Usually. There's one guy who immediately jumps to explosives, but then (laughs) there are other guys in the room who, like, present different options. Yes. So in the end, they figured that they'd blow it into small enough pieces that local seabirds and other scavengers would be able to pick up the chunks and carry them off, and whale problem solved. Easy peasy. It's as simple as that. Uh, So the engineer assigned to the project was Assistant District Highway Engineer George Thornton who has admitted that he was left in charge of the project because his supervisor, presumably the head district highway engineer, had gone off on a hunting trip and George was the most qualified person left to do the job. Supervisors, this is why you make sure everything is taken care of before you go on vacation. Yes. (laughs) Just clear out the old email inbox. (laughs) 
So despite being warned by a local military vet, this is so, it's Jaws. Like, it's just fucking Jaws, but blowing up a whale. So despite (laughs) being warned by a local military veteran with explosives experience, um, he said that a mere 20 sticks, about eight and a half pounds of dynamite, would do the job just fine. That's still a lot of dynamite. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's not a small amount of dynamite. George and his team settled on... A half ton of dynamite, which is about a thousand pounds. That's more than the whale. <laughs> um, it's no, it's it's an eight. Uh, no, a sixteenth of the whale is an eight ton okay. whale. Okay, whales, that's fair. Whales are big. Whales are big. It just feels very big. <laughs> like certainly, certainly, whales are less than a thousand pounds. Is what my brain wants to tell no, me. No, it's about an eighth. Oh uh, no, a sixteen thousand pound whale. I guess she'd be big. So on November 12th, 1970, people gathered from far and wide to witness the cleanup effort at the safe distance of a, I, this is the safe distance of a quarter mile. Could be safer. <laughs> at 3:45 p.m., Thornton gave the signal and the dynamite was detonated, resulting in what reporter Larry Bacon of the Eugene Register Guard described as, quote, a 100-foot column of sand and whale. <laughs> What a sight. <laughs> he went on to say, quote, Chunks of the animal flew in every direction, and spectators began to scream and run for cover when they glimpsed large pieces soaring directly overhead. Yeah. Oh, boy. The explosion was caught on film by a cameraman named Doug Brazil. The perfect names in this story. Uh, for a story reported by news reporter Paul Lindman of KTU in Portland. In his report, Lindman joked that, quote, landlubber newsmen became land blubber newsmen <laughs> for the blast blasted blubber beyond all believable bounds. Give that man a Pulitzer. The explosion caused large pieces of blubber to land near buildings and in parking lots some distance away from the beach. Only some of the whale was disintegrated. Most of it remained on the beach for the Oregon Highway Division workers to clean up by hand. <laughs> Delightful. In his news report, Lindman also noted that scavenger birds were nowhere to be seen, possibly scared away by the sound of a grand piano's <laughs> weight of dynamite exploding and the subsequent thuds of whale meat falling from the sky. Yeah, I mean, I assume eventually they would come back, but uh, maybe not for a little while. No. Uh, Ending his story, Lindman noted that, quote, it might be concluded that should a whale ever be washed ashore in Lane County again, those in charge will not only remember what to do, they'll certainly remember what not to do. Uh, I feel like that's a plan that could have worked. um, If you had done it maybe a little more carefully. Yeah, we'll get to to that later. Um, We've perfected it. So Okay. It, uh, when, in 1979, when 41 sperm whales became beached in a nearby state park, officials burned and buried them at the 41. Oregon dunes. I don't know why. I found a short article about that from 1979. That's apocalyptic. Yeah. They didn't say why there were so many whales. Um, I guess we just had more whales to spare back then. I, I mean, I can imagine it was maybe a harbinger of, you know, climate change and just the shitty way we treat our oceans. Oh, entirely. Yeah, I didn't know that they had buried 41 whales at the Oregon Dunes, the place where I climbed around <laughs> and played um, every summer when I was a child. That place is so, so haunted with whales, whale ghosts. So many whale ghosts. I think I have a picture of the, the dunes. It's very scenic. 
Um, so when interviewed later for the Register Guard, Thornton said <laughs> that the plan went just exactly right, except the blast funneled a hole in the sand under the whale. <laughs> he also mentioned that whale chunks had been blown back towards onlookers and cars, which is an understatement. Yeah. Uh, however, Thornton was promoted to the Medford uh, Highway Department office several months after the incident and served in that post until his retirement. Boy. When Lindman contacted him in the mid-90s, Thornton said he felt the operation had been an overall success and it had been converted into a public relations disaster by hostile media reports. I mean, the whale's not there anymore. <laughs> you gotta give him credit. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the story. So you remember that uh, explosive expert that they didn't listen to? Uh-huh. His brand new sedan that was apparently purchased at a, quote, get a whale of a deal sale in a nearby town was crushed <laughs> by a falling chunk of blubber. Oh, my God. He had been parked over a quarter mile away from the explosion. This is the guy they didn't listen to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, so the the story of the exploding whale was given new life on May 20th, 1990, when uh, humorist Dave Barry wrote a piece called Moby Yuck for his syndicated column. <laughs> the puns in this episode are God-tier level. He reported that he possessed footage of the event. Uh, Barry wrote, quote, here at the Institute, we watch it often, especially at parties. An abridged version of the piece was posted on uh, an e-bulletin board, because this is 1990, uh, and the story spread. Outraged readers who believed the event had just happened bombarded Ed Shope's Oregon Department of Transportation public information officer with phone calls. Boy, the internet has not changed. Like, it was just what it is today. That is what it is. It was at its inception. (laughs) On just like a basic level. It is believed to be one of the first stories to go viral on the internet. (laughs) Uh, More recently, in 2020, residents of Florence voted to name a new recreational area Exploding Whale Memorial Park uh, in honor of the incident's 50th anniversary. There is also a memorial plaque at the site. I think Sufjan wrote a song about this. He did? (laughs) Yes. There's a Sufjan Stevens song called Exploding Whale. He's from he's from Oregon, I'm pretty sure. So this makes sense. <laughs> and it's uh predictably, I'm just skimming through the lyrics here. Uh very sad. <laughs> also for the 50th anniversary of the event, KATU pulled the original 16 millimeter footage from the archives and released a remastered edition of the news report <laughs> in 4K. <laughs> God, I don't know if we have the wi- I don't know if we have the moon landing in 4K. <laughs> uh that was also shot in 16 millimeters, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Commemorating the anniversary, locals were reported to have visited the beach dressed as whales. <laughs> and now, because I don't want Oregon to feel like it's the only one, uh, here are some entries from the section labeled Other on the Wikipedia page for Exploding Whales. <laughs> In 1928, entrepreneurs Harold L. Anfinger and M.C. Hutton accidentally exploded a whale carcass they were attempting to preserve for a sideshow when the embalmer they had hired badly misjudged the balance of salt and formaldehyde needed to preserve the specimen. Okay, I was wondering how you were like, you go in to preserve something and then accidentally explode it. Like, there's got to be several errors made. (laughs) 
In January of 2011, a dead whale washed ashore yards from Moby's Pud in Genghis Harbor on Salt Spring Island, British Columbia. Fittingly. Author David Spaulding claimed in a book that it exploded and its blubber, quote, hung in the trees for weeks. (laughs) That's terrible. Notably, whale corpses are regularly disposed of using explosives. However, the whales are usually first towed out to sea. Uh, Government-sanctioned explosions have occurred in South Africa, Iceland, and Australia. I mean, but okay, so once you tow it out to sea, why explode it? You can't just let it sink? I guess maybe if you're worried that it'll just, the tide will bring it back in again? Yeah, I think that's... Hmm. Ah, yes, here we go. Okay. Uh, in April 2014, officials in Trout River, Newfoundland, and Labrador, Canada, expressed concern that the carcass of a blue whale that had washed ashore might burst as it had expanded to twice its normal size from trapped gas. God. And blue whales are like the big ones. Yes. Um, and one of three sperm whales that died after becoming beached on the Lincolnshire coast in Skegness, United Kingdom. It's probably Lincolnshire whatever, uh, in the UK, in January 2016, burst due to a buildup of gases in the carcass after a marine biologist cut into it while trying to perform a post-mortem. The uh, the bursting caused, quote, a huge blast of air. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, and that's the story of the uh, Oregon exploding whale and a couple other exploding whales. That's delightful in every way. I'd like to think that this kind of ties into the, you know, the winding down of our summer, spooky summer series. <laughs> Which ends with, yes, uh, deep sea creatures and whale explosion. Yeah. So, I mean, to recap, we, uh, we went on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we stopped at some tourist traps. Told some spooky campfire we stories. Told spooky and ca- decided never to go camping again. Correct. And then we went to the beach. <laughs> And thought about all the terrible things that live at the bottom of the ocean. Yes, I routinely think about that. Yes, just once in a while, remember that they exist. All right, guys. Have fun. Be safe at the beach. Don't blow up any whales. Don't go camping. Well, always listen to the military veteran with explosives experience. Yes. Okay, goodbye. Bye. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This is as above, so below.